0: Bonus episode, The Power of Community. I'm Lance Key, co-host of Get Inspired and Innovate, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com.
1: Educators. Is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered.
0: Educators, it's Gretchen of Always a Lesson. I am host here of the Empowering Educators podcast. I am interrupting your summer series of interviews with this really cool bonus episode. I really want to ensure you are staying empowered, honing your craft. We are just losing way too many great teachers. And so this topic I want to share with you today is the best way to ensure we keep great teachers in education even if they don't want to be in the classroom but they want to go on and lead in other capacities I just want to retain the great talent because it affects students at every level so today I'm gonna to specifically speak to those who lead teachers call them teacher leaders that could be anyone that mentors a new teacher mentors their peers provides professional development sessions is an instructional coach or a curriculum coordinator, whatever the name is. If you are helping teachers grow, whether you have an official title or not, this episode is for you. All right, so there's two things that I want to cover today, and they're sequential, meaning without one, you're not going to be able to achieve the other. So the first one is finding a community that's going to help you grow and prosper, and use what you learned from how that community is built and how it supports you to then build a community within your school building this is not top secret what you like about a community or what helps you grow or what inspires you to make change is exactly what those who look to you to learn are wanting as well so let's think smarter here not reinvent the wheel and take what we've learned from other avenues and apply it so for example If you're like me, you have probably bought all the books, all the magazine subscriptions, listening to all the podcasts on leadership or on education, just to educate yourself, to stay current. That all is great, but that is not a community. That is just knowledge, and your community is not going to be able to take in your knowledge until you have built the bridge for them to do so. And in order to build the bridge, you have to set up an environment where folks want to Learn together, to communicate together, to share their knowledge. So then, all this collective wisdom that we have from the books, from the podcasts, from the magazines, what have you, can actually be then implemented and elevate the group as a whole. Because you've heard this you were the average of the five people you hang around. So if they are educated, they are knowledgeable, they are inspirational. You are going to be, too. But if you're hanging with folks that aren't really trying to improve or are negative Nancys, sorry, any Nancy out there, then that is not going to be helpful in driving forward in this building of a community aspect in your school. So phase two of that to level up a little more Join in on a Twitter chat. You've heard me talk about it before. Many of you might be against Twitter. You just don't get it. But it's a professional setting to talk about education. It doesn't mean everyone's buttoned up and has to have perfect grammar and they have no personality. All it means is it's not surface level. People talk about some really deep stuff about education, and sometimes I find myself being like, wow, this really challenged me. This really pushed me. I learned more in this 30-minute chat than I did of any of the books, podcasts, or magazine articles that I've read. So you don't have to participate. You can just log on when a Twitter chat is happening and be able to learn from them. By just watching the conversations go. So I push you to try that if you haven't, because that is a community. Watching how people respectfully disagree or add on to each other's thoughts or support each other out of just the topic at hand because they get to know each other, those are things you're going to want to note and take advantage of to build into your own community. The other place you could go is Facebook groups. Sometimes these can get a little off topic and can get a little negative, so you've gotta be really careful which groups you pull from. But think about how those groups are orchestrated, how the person running the group poses prompts or questions or really dives deep into what's happening right now in education so that it opens up a safe place for people to share their thoughts, even if they disagree. And a polling feature is a really great way to get more engagement in a group. And then there's just finding edu heroes on social media, whether it's people you follow on Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, wherever you like to hang out, finding the people that inspire you and say, what is it about this person that draws me closer to them, that makes me want to learn from them? How are they sharing information? Are they making it sound fun or are they just sharing out some article? So By taking stock of all these places you hang out virtually in these communities, the Twitter chat, Facebook groups, and finding your edgy heroes, start getting ideas for, okay, if this works for me, this pulls me closer, this draws me in, this inspires me, this makes me want to be better, this makes me want to hit reply or comment or like, then that is important to note. You want to duplicate, replicate that in your own strategy for building a community. Now let's level up one more time. There are opportunities out there. Some are free, but most of the good ones, the valuable ones are paid and they're not expensive, but they do ask you to put a little money forward and that holds you accountable. If you pay for something, you're showing up, you're showing up on time, you're showing up prepared, you're showing up to do the work because your money depends on it. And that changes the group dynamic because now all of a sudden you get around these people who are really fired up, really ready to put their best foot forward. And that's where a ton of growth can happen. And those are things like memberships or masterminds. So if you are now at level three, you've done level one of learning and growing, level two, you've gone into your virtual groups and done your homework. Now it's like, okay, let's see what really successful communities look like, how they feel and then I can try and create that back on my campus. So think about these two questions. What draws you in in these three levels of things I just mentioned, meaning like what made you comfortable or what interested you or what made you feel this is a safe place? And then what pushed you away? What didn't really fill you up? Maybe it was all surface level content or maybe it just wasn't of interest to you. Pay attention to those things. So what drew you in and what pushed you away? List out all the characteristics of this research project that you're doing in different communities. Just have a T-chart plus and minus, meaning what you liked, what you didn't like, because that is going to help you, again, design your community experience. Because you're going to build yourself a strategy for both in-person communities and virtual communities, depending on what happens in the fall. So, if it's in person, you could do some sort of open house where you're just getting to know folks. I've heard the term cupcakes with coach from Nicole Turner. She likes to use that as just a way to come in and talk as people. Like, let's just forget we're here to do a job and let's just see if we have any commonalities and see how our personalities mesh and just come together as people. Now, online, it might look different. Maybe you have office hours where people can just pop in and out and you can just have an informal conversation. You can't quite get in the hallways and high five and do all that stuff you can do on campus, but you can pop into virtual classrooms or to even breakout rooms and just give your two cents or, or just chime in where necessary and give feedback. So before you can even get to what your support model looks like, We've got to get the community piece down because without it, we're not going to even be able to do the work that we need to do to help teachers improve. So what I thought I'd do is get some ideas from other teacher leaders of what they've liked about community. So I reached out, asked my mastermind members (laughs) very late notice, hey, can you guys contribute to this podcast episode and share with me what was most valuable about being part of a community? And hopefully you'll hear some words here or some descriptors or characteristics that you'll say, okay, I want to do that. Or maybe there's a theme throughout everyone's answers that you're like, well, clearly people want X, and that'll help you design this in your community. So I'm gonna turn it over to them. Thank you to those of you who responded so quickly to my request. Um, and then I'll give a quick commentary afterwards.
1: Hi there, my name is Eva Mireles and I'm from San Antonio, Texas. One of my major struggles a mastermind was waiting for admin to define my role. My biggest aha was that forward motion creates momentum, meaning that it was up to me to create space for my expertise and offer my services by actively trying to serve my teachers. My biggest tip for teacher leaders is to never stop growing, invest in yourself, and in learning more about how to be more effective in your role, there will, that will help you maintain a fire and a passion for your job.
0: Thanks, Eva. What I think she's mentioning here is that accountability piece and this space to up-level, meaning we are creating a a place where we say, okay, we're going to get better. What does this look like? Let's hold each other accountable to do so. Let's take risks and really apply ourselves. And she did. She showed up and she did the work and she tried new things and she got out of her comfort zone and found her confidence. So if that's something that someone is saying, this is what worked for me, then set up an environment so that folks can do the same thing. Let's hear from somebody else.
2: Hi, this is Missy from Illinois. I was the only fifth through eighth grade instructional coach in my district, and I wanted to work with a group of like-minded teacher leaders. I found the teacher leader mastermind and instantly realized that I was going to have a group of people who knew exactly what my day-to-day school life was like, and we had one another to bounce ideas off of. Gretchen has always been so open and easy to talk to, and she is very talented at getting each member of their mastermind to be reflective and look inward to come up with solutions that fit each instructional coach's needs. I am truly looking forward to joining my third Teacher Leader Mastermind in August.
0: Hey, Missy. Thanks so much for contributing. And what I hear that she is describing is this place where she really describes the leadership of the community and how that had an impact on helping her develop. And she mentioned getting pushed to do the reflection because we can come together and we can swap ideas, which she mentions is really powerful part of community, so make sure you note that. But it's the next part. Now what do we do with it? And how are we actually doing How well are we doing this and what are we going to do differently? And so you as the leader in your community, it's not just let's come together and share ideas and resources, but then let's think about our own practice and how well we're actually implementing these things and what we can do to do it even better. Again, I'm hearing a little bit about accountability. So it's not enough to just high five, say hello, be friendly, have everyone come together and share. It's about, okay, now let's take it a step further and make sure we're actually doing something with what it is each and every one of us is contributing. Hey, y'all, I just want to take a quick second to let you know support for this episode is brought to you by PowerSchool. They know teachers go above and beyond for students, but teachers need help too, especially as they're asked to do more every day. And that's why PowerSchool, now with Schoology, combines SIS, LMS and assessment technology, empowering teachers with more time for what really matters. Visit www.powerschool.com slash time for teachers to find out how teachers are using technology to unlock student success. PowerSchool, time for teachers. Let's hear from somebody else. Hi, this is Melissa from New Jersey. I am a fairly new coach and definitely was a new coach when I was in the Teacher Leader Mastermind. But being with the group and with the help of Gretchen especially, I was able to feel more confident in getting my job done. I learned many techniques for building relationships with the teachers, um, for pushing teachers and helping them to be the best that they can be, um, as well as really learning how to work with administration in my role. I can't wait to be a part of the Teacher Leader Mastermind again. Thanks so much, Melissa. So what I hear that she's honing in on is this piece about navigating your role. And I think it's helpful to have accountability in this sense of what does this look like for me? Because each campus is really different in how they view leadership. And that is confusing for teachers who come from different backgrounds and different experiences too, is who do I go to for what? And how is this person going to help me be successful? So having a place where you can talk about what does this look like? How can I build relationships with teachers, build relationships with parents, build relationships with those who then lead me Again, these are like tactical tips and ideas to share. But she takes it a step further and says that having this this personalized dialogue about what this looks like for her helped her learn to navigate her situation and learn to have communication stronger communication skills, more intentional interactions with everyone. And I think that is really valuable because just like we were talking about a one size fits all podcast or conference or whatever, that happens with teachers too, is that they have this one size fits all idea of leadership and it rarely ever works. It's just blanket statements at professional learning time. So the fact that Melissa is saying, hey, this really honed in on what I exactly needed and helped me do things, think about this teachers want that too. They want to be individually supported and what they're going through, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, how to navigate their own relationships amongst students and parents and community members. So we can certainly add this to our community strategy. All right, let's hear from somebody else.
1: Hi, my name is Marie Robinson and I live in Los Angeles. Um, I joined Mastermind about a year ago, and I come from a school district where there really isn't training for how to be a coach, and I'm a literacy coach, I'm a content coach, so I was really in search of a community of coaches to kind of help me through this process, Um, a place where it was safe to vent and talk and and grapple with things and find solutions um, to problems. And one of the things that I was really working on is just building relationships with my teachers. And I was able to do that with them. I was able to uh, find little ways to get you know get to know those teachers better. Um, through the advice of the, the group that I was working with, um, with Gretchen. And what ended up happening kind of fell in our lap here is this COVID and really helping teachers through distance learning and really building a relationship with them on based on that. They needed help and I was there to help them. I'm really thankful that I had Gretchen and her, the mastermind group, because that was really a safe place to go.
0: Thank you so much, Marie. I hear what you're saying in terms of that safety piece. And that has come up in other responses as well as a place where someone can truly come with what's really the root of the problem and not disguise it as something else. Let's talk about what our burning question is. Let's talk about what's on top. Let's talk about what's absolutely driving us crazy we can't figure out. And let's just talk about what we can do to move forward and move through it. And she mentioned COVID happening. And this is what happens regardless of a pandemic. Things are going to happen in the middle of the school year that completely throw our plans for a loop. And people need a safe place to come together and be like, holy cow, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to pivot? How can we use this to our benefit? What strategies do we already have in our back pocket we can employ? And when you have that safe place established already, when something like this happens... This is the place everyone wants to go to talk it out. And again, she's mentioning her personal journey and how she needed some advice for what she was going through. So I'm hearing this consistent message about a safe place and getting personalized assistance while also feeling that collaborative approach. So let's hear
2: from one more. Hello, my name is Jenna Claire. I am from O'Fallon, Illinois. Um, I would say that the major struggle I had prior to participating in the Mastermind was that I was a first-year coach in a district who had never had coaching before, so I didn't really have anybody to um, go to to ask questions about or to kind of be as a mentor so it really helped having a group of people who really just varied in all kinds of expertise from beginners to experience to kind of in the middle to either validate what I was doing was correct or help bounce ideas off so that I could make sure what I was doing was supporting my teachers in the best way um i really felt like through the mastermind my confidence level really boosted not only from working in classrooms with teachers but also to um, you know kind of standing up to my admin and saying you know kind of putting my foot down and saying this is what i need Um, i would not have grown near as much as i did over the past year if it wasn't for the mastermind
0: thanks jenna for contributing your thoughts there Yes, absolutely. These communities are a great place for growth to happen, but we've got to set them up first so that they are safe, so that people can come together and share what they're going through. They can swap ideas and resources. That second layer of accountability is set so there's some follow through of let's actually take what you're learning from each other and go back into the classroom and apply it and then let's come back and talk about it next time. And she mentioned diversity. And this is something we haven't heard yet from folks. But I think this is a really important part. When you're putting people together to hash out a problem or just to share ideas of what's working, put them in mixed groups. Like, let's get away from the same grade level, the same subject area. Let's get people together of all ages, all races, all experience levels, because that's where the true growth happens. Different perspectives make all the difference. And so what's great about the mastermind that they're mentioning is it's nationwide. Now, you're not going to have that in a school building. Obviously, you're all from the same place. But people have taught in other districts and other schools um, and for many years. And so that is really helpful to bring in a different perspective of how things have been done before. They bring in a whole bunch of different ideas that maybe haven't been considered at one school site. So think about the diversity piece when you're thinking about your community. All right, so I'm just going to close this out here and say thanks to those of you in the mastermind that contributed your thoughts about how a community played a role and how you grew and how you developed because your insight of being in a community is what helps you make a community. And if you're not someone that's really pouring yourself into a community, how are you ever going to be able to establish one at your school site, whether it's in a classroom or in a school building? You can't. I mean, you can't replicate something you don't have experience in, especially when you didn't like something or you really loved something. If you don't have that experience to draw from, it's going to be really hard for you to create it. And so I know that these coaches, uh, in addition to the ones that didn't have a chance to share their thoughts, have taken so much back to building their own communities based on their personal experience. So please read and engage in communities and invest in one that you think is really going to help you move forward because that experience alone is going to up level your leadership so that at your school site, you can then up level their talent. They can come together in the same way you are learning and growing and they can learn and grow as well because that's what this is all about. When we raise teacher proficiency in the classroom, we raise student achievement as well. It's a win-win. So if you are a teacher leader and you're like, holy cow, I kind of want to experience what this is like, um, I'll leave the link for you to apply and to enroll in the mastermind. It starts August 2020 through December 2020. If you're listening to this episode Later, we have cohorts starting every season, so the link is still going to be available and you can always email me, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com to get involved. But whether you are going to participate in this particular community or you want to participate in another one, the point is immerse yourself in the experience so that you can replicate it for those that you're building. We are focusing on growth and trajectory towards excellence. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode. Enjoy the rest of the interview series for the summer. And I'll be back with you very shortly. Go out and be great because you've just been empowered.